Welcome to the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast, hosted by me, Jason Sacco. I'm a longtime spondy looking to bring the community closer to give the community a voice. I'll be reaching out to organizations, doctors, nutritionists, and anyone that I think can help increase our spondy quality of life. Enjoy and learn what is available to make your life better. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast. Hope everyone has just been having a great week and I wanted to touch base on neat article that I came across. Now, this is going to be a shorter episode, but there's going to be a couple of important links in the show notes that I think you all want to follow up with and read in more detail. This particular episode is based on an article that I came across in Creaky Joints that was published on December 1st of 2021. And it was pretty interesting little short article, which you'll find a link to in the show notes. And this article is entitled, Women with Axial Spondyloarthritis May Fare Worse Than Men with Axial Spondyloarthritis, New Study Shows. So I thought, hmm, let's see what this has to say. As we all know, axial spondyloarthritis is the umbrella term for both ankylosing spondylitis as well as non-radiographic axial spondyloarthritis. So it's a type of arthritis and inflammatory condition that affects primarily your spine and sacroiliac joints, but really can affect you anywhere. There's no two of us that are going to be affected the same way for the most part. So an interesting study was done. It was published uh, this year in October in the Journal of Rheumatology, and they did a kind of a four-year look at patients over a four-year period, I should say. For many years, folks believed that axial spondyloarthritis or ankylosing spondylitis actually was a form of arthritis that was primarily uh, a man's disease, that you women really didn't get it, and if they did get it, it wasn't as severe. But thanks to the newer research out there, this thinking is starting to change not with all doctors, and you still have to be your own best advocate and point these things out to many doctors. But a new study suggests that women tend to experience more severe axial spondyloarthritis symptoms that impact their quality of life. What are some of the sex differences in axial spondyloarthritis with the symptoms and the disease burden? Well, like I said, there's an article that was published in the Journal of Rheumatology, and again, I'll have a link to that in the show notes, that looked at data on patients enrolled in a, it was called a Corona PSA slash SPA registry between March of 2014 and November of 2018. People that were in this over a four-year period. For the purpose of that study, researchers excluded anyone who had psoriatic arthritis and only focused on 191 women and 307 men in the registry with axial spondyloarthritis. The scientists compared both groups in terms of disease activity, number of tender and swollen joints, enthesitis scores, and then patient-reported symptoms, such as pain and fatigue. They also then went and looked at the participants' ability to work, types of medications required to manage their conditions, and whether they had developed depression or fibro. What they found was pretty interesting. Disease activity was assessed using the Bath Ankylosing Spondylitis Disease Activity Index, and the results that they came up with indicated that women with axial spondyloarthritis had higher disease activity scores and were more likely to experience pain, fatigue, depression, fibro, and trouble working and performing with other you know, daily activities. The doctor comes in to say, our results are consistent with findings from prior studies, the authors wrote, adding that peripheral joint symptoms, you know, like issues in your hands, your arms, your feet, and your legs, 
were far more common among women. And I see this on uh, several of the forums a lot where I'll see people come in and post, what about my hands? What about my legs? I'm getting pain here, pain there. And if you're a woman and you're experiencing that, it's definitely something that you want to let your doctor know and let them know that you're aware that these may be symptoms that could be prevalent with somebody with axial spondyloarthritis. They also looked at it that it's not entirely clear why these sex differences exist, though the authors, they did offer several theories, including sex differences that impact inflammatory proteins in the body and central sensitization, which refers to how the brain interprets pain signals. They also said there's another possibility is that men and women don't get treated with the same medications. A previous study found that women with axial spondyloarthritis were less likely than men to be prescribed biologics and were more apt to be given traditional disease-modifying anti-rheumatic drugs, you know, DMARDs, steroids, and muscle relaxers. Additional research is needed to understand why they're seeing these treatment differences. Why are men and women not being prescribed the same types of medications, the same levels when they're showing the same symptoms? So basically, the takeaway for this short episode is if you're a woman with axial spondyloarthritis, it's important to talk to your rheumatologist to make sure your treatment is working, not only to treat symptoms, but to improve your overall quality of life. You have to be your best, most aggressive advocate for this condition. You have to make sure that you're also giving the broadest, if you're not diagnosed, casting the broadest net that you can for a diagnosis. That's why it's very important when you go in and you start to talk to a doctor, make sure you're using the term axial spondyloarthritis and not ankylosing spondylitis. Because if they look at your MRIs, x-rays, whatever you have done, and they don't see any type of issues with fusing or any issues in the SI joints or the spine, they're going to look at you and tell you you don't have ankylosing spondylitis. But they may not even think about non-radiographic axial spondyloarthritis. So you have to give that broadest net that you can to hopefully narrow down and help to facilitate a diagnosis for you to get on the best medications that you think will work for you. So with that said, I know this is a short episode. I thank you so much for listening. There will not be an episode next week. I will be in the process of moving. I am moving from Florida back to Michigan. So there will be no episode next week. Hopefully the following week there will be an episode. I hope everybody has a wonderful week. Thank you so much and take care.